from a bar mitzvah at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem to a temple procession in Taipei. The people of our world are passionate about their beliefs. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. Hello and welcome to Radio Taiwan International. I am Natalie So, and up this hour we have a great music show for you called Just the Classics. But before that, join us for Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. It's Wednesday, May 27th, and in the studio we have Hala Chow. Hello. And I am Natalie So. We'll be telling you about the newest 24-hour bookstore in Taiwan. Also, what's up with the Formosan black bear, Mulas, and some new trends in medical treatments, and what the doctors are um, advising for older women. Those stories and more coming right up. Okay, so May 31st, um, the major 24-hour bookstore in Taiwan, in Dunhua, called the Elite Bookstore, is closing its doors, but they're opening a new one. Have you ever, do you ever go there, Paula? I've never been to the new ones, but I went to the old one, oh. you know, a long time ago. Okay, so it's a really popular store that really, um, I think it's just started a new trend in, in nightlife in Taiwan. You know, when you think of nightlife, you think of bars and you know night markets but you can also go to the bookstore in Taiwan and it's just a very classy elegant bookstore and um, well what's happening is that their lease is running out on the end of the month and they decided to open a new branch in their biggest store and so uh, they are expecting that their biggest store is going to see you know uptake about 15 percent of um, business sales because of this they actually gave away their business situation. They only broke even last year. Ooh. So that's that's not really all that work for nothing, you know. <laughs> but um, anyway, so this new store is going to be open um, starting May 29th on a trial basis. It's actually just the third floor. But the third floor has a lot of things over there. There's a cafe that's going to be open all the way till 1 o'clock. There's a music store. There's a grocery store with gourmet um, sauces and lots of really interesting foods on that uh, floor. And then there are a lot of books, of course, and a lot of tables and, and chairs. Oh, you haven't been there? Nope. Oh, you should check it out. So it's, it's really nice. I mean, the whole floor itself is, is really quite big. So um, they are hoping to see um, a lot more business over there. And they've discovered that actually people who go there at night... Um, and this is from their experience with the first 24-hour store, they tend to stay longer when they're there at night. Really? Is it yeah. because, you know, there aren't many people at night? Maybe it's more comfortable, or you can, maybe people at night, they have more time to kill. I don't know. <laughs> so they tend to stay in the store longer. These days, about 20% of the revenue is, comes at night anyway. Um, the first store was opened in 1989, so that was a long time ago. But it was very successful, and there was a lot of major, I think the CNN and New York Times all covered it. It was like a really cool 
kind of um, place for people to go at night. A cool idea. I think it just started with a week of 24-hour um, bookstore activity. Mm. And it, it was so successful that they decided to do it you know, permanently. So anyway, so there's um, that new branch going to be open uh, this weekend. I should check it out. Yes, check it out. What do you know about Taiwan? I know who the president is. What about their local music and food? Well, hmm, what do you suggest? Tune in to Radio Taiwan International. Here at RTI, we offer the authentic Taiwan experience. You hear the sound of remote attractions, the local food, music, the lives of real Taiwanese as they live it. Visit english.rti.org.tw. Listen to the real Taiwan. One more thing I do want to mention that's coming up on uh, May 31st and is that the rock band Mayday, they announced um, this week that they're going to hold an online concert. So that means everybody can, uh, you know, watch them live. And it's going to be held at 8 p.m. on May 31st. Their concert is going to be called Live in the Sky. And, um, well, you know, they're celebrating the fact that Taiwan is actually... Uh, done pretty well with containing COVID-19 and we are easing up on our restrictions. So um, they want to be live and available for people around the globe to tune in and to enjoy their music. So I think it has been good that Taiwan is doing a good job of containing the pandemic. We haven't had new COVID-19 cases for over, I mean, over days. a month, yeah. Right. So even uh, just yesterday, the premier said that a lot of activities can go back to normal, right? Um, in early June, if right. things continue. Meaning, On June you know, 7th. Right, all right. kinds of things that you usually do, you can still do, do them. Although you may be wearing a mask, you know, um, on the MRT, but you can still have some mass gatherings or maybe probably the exhibitions and all, all the things that were canceled, right? Mm. will probably go back to normal. What are you looking forward to doing, Paula? Uh, I don't know, to shop around. Shop around. <laughs> so anyways, Taiwan has been doing quite well and uh, with uh, containing COVID-19. People, I think, have been very good about wearing masks and so many buildings that you enter, you have to get your temperature taken, right? And your hands washed with alcohol. So I bet people are less sick than normal even during the winter because of all this. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Ordering Chinese to go is now easier than ever. Subscribe to the e-newsletter and receive free Chinese lessons every week delivered right to your email inbox. Find out more on our new website, english.rti.org.tw. Delivery boy not included. trends in the field of medicine. Tell us what's going on, Paula. Earlier you mentioned what are some of the things I want to do if the government, uh, you know, um, eases res restrictions. I said um, shop around, but 
in Taiwan, some people they when we when we say shop around, we usually we mention、uh, we want to go to the shopping mall or we go to the department stores or even you people do their grocery shopping. But here in Taiwan, some people they shop around hospitals. What does that mean? Because a lot of people,、um, well, I wouldn't say a lot of you. You know, some people actually abuse Taiwan's、um, you know medical care system because all medical. Costs are covered by our national health insurance program. So some people, you know, actually visit outpatient clinics quite a few times. Now, because of the COVID nineteen outbreak, we do have some good news. Because of the COVID nineteen outbreak, the number of people who visited outpatient clinics in the first quarter of this year actually dropped by fourteen percent. Fourteen. Fourteen percent. Okay. Compared with the same period of last year.、Mm-hmm. And the number of hospitalized patients also dropped by fifteen percent,、oh. right? Because people think that you know、um, to、um, to take care of、uh, you know patients with、uh, COVID nineteen, you need to go to、um, you know you know as your neighborhood clinics aren't able to do that, so only large hospitals are capable of offering that kind of medical treatment. So some people think, oh, it's not safe to go to those big hospitals. So, so that's the reason why the number of patients,、uh, you know, who visit outpatient clinics, you know, has dropped, you know, considerably. Which is actually good news because Taiwan's health officials are saying that, you know, some people are really abusing, you know, Taiwan's medical care system. For example, there are quite a few people who actually see their neighborhood clinics for. As many as sixteen times a year. That's a lot. That's I would a say. lot. That's a lot. Sixteen times a year, right? Some people even, you know, hire. I think that they should start an education program about not just going to the doctor for nothing. I mean, because there are a lot of germs. Yes. Right? right. You can you can get sick just by being at the hospital for no reason, for no good reason. So I don't think people know that, right? So right.、Um, if they do, because they've been doing so many. Public service messages about COVID nineteen. I think they can educate the public about that. Right, but the the point is,、uh, Taiwan has around ten thousand neighborhood clinics around the island, and you know it's just、um, I guess it's our culture. You know, when you don't feel well, you don't go to your neighborhood clinics. You go to you know big hospitals, but you have to if you go there, you have to wait longer. And also, our health official said the quality of medical care offered by neighborhood clinics. Is as good as as the medical care offered、really? by big hospitals, you know. Unless it's absolutely necessary, there's no need to go to big hospitals for ailments like you just have headache, stomach ache. You know. Do you usually go to clinics, Paula? Or I, yes, I, yeah, I would go to my neighborhood clinics. Unless I think it's so this, convenient. Yes, it's so convenient, and you don't have to wait that long. That's the wait、true. times are a lot shorter. It's cheaper too. It's cheaper too, and also you, you know, you you build up, you know, some kind of trust and relationship with、um, the, the doctors. Phys- yeah, with the physicians there.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In my neighborhood, there are so many little clinics. There's dentists. There's eye doctor, skin、mm-hmm. doctor,、uh, eyes, nose, throat doctor,、no. right? Ear, nose, ear, nose, throat <laughs> doctor. <laughs> so there. I mean, it's great. I, I love. Going to the clinics. I mean, not not for nothing, but it's、right. so much easier than going、right. to the hospital. So it's so convenient here in Taiwan. And、uh, yeah, hopefully people won't abuse the system so much.
The Sound of the Puyuma Tribe on Radio Taiwan International. That's a good trend. We also had a trend about what people are doing before they see the doctor. Is that right? Right. Um, according to what I read in the newspaper, you know, guess what? Who is the doctor that is the most knowledgeable one in the whole world? Who is that doctor? I don't know. Okay. In Taiwan, we said that that's Dr. Google. <laughs> what does it mean, Dr. Google? Because a lot of people, especially young people, they Google um, the information before they see their doctors. And that actually caused a problem for um, Taiwan's physicians. For example, you know, one doctor said um, he used to have a patient. That patient is, is only 16 years old and he's a high school student. Um, you know, that teenager told the doctor that he, he felt uncomfortable, uncom something wrong with his knees. And then he said, well, he already, you know, um, checked the information on the internet. He, he thinks that this is what happened to him and you know that teenager demanded doing um, MRI and the doctor said well you don't have to do that you know this uh, there could be other you know possibility however that teenager just tell him that well I searched the keywords on the internet I read the article I'm pretty sure that my diagnosis is correct and that really irritates um, you know Taiwan's doctors because you know more and more people are doing this, especially young people, because they think they can Google everything on the internet and they have the information and they think they have the right information. Mm, that's interesting, right? But which is not true because the doctors they are professional. You can't really um, say that you had, this is something. This is something happened to you that and based on the information you googled on the internet. So I, that's why, you know, doctors have said, well, maybe in the future we will be, you know, out of work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. They still need people to oh, prescribe yes, medicine. Right. right. Well, I think, you know, that's a big difference than, let's say, 20 years ago. I mean, I remember going to the doctor and they really don't want to hear what you have to say. You know, and they're not patient to listen to questions. Oh, they yes, just want you to listen to them. Right. Like, I'm the doctor. Just Right. Why do I have to explain it? That was kind of their, their attitude, right. right? But I think, because I, I do my research, I, I'm one of those people who right. does my research. That's another extreme. Yeah, right. I think, especially when I was having my children, I was pregnant, so I would ask a bunch of questions, and I would think, oh, can we do this and this and this and this for my delivery? And they just thought I was, like, really uh, troublesome. Nasty patient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's good to have a balance, right, to be able to right. discuss things with your doctor. You don't have to necessarily think you know more than your doctor. Right. But um, hopefully you know, there's more room for discussion. Right, because in Taiwan, some, some doctors, they don't want their patients to challenge them. So they are really, you know. I, I agree. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't agree with the attitude, but I right. think they cult, the culture has been brought up, right, to yeah. respect doctors' opinions, I guess. Whereas I think in Western countries, there's a little bit more room for discussion, mm. et cetera, getting a second opinion, but this generation's different, right? It's it's a lot different. So I think that doctors will have to figure out how to deal with it. I hope they won't be overwhelmed by Dr. Google. (laughs) 
visit RTI on the web at english.rti.org.tw. subject of health and medicine some doctors actually did come out recently in Taiwan and they have some advice for women they said that nearly 40% of women over the age of 60 do not exercise regularly and they said that fitness is key to preventing bone erosion so this was a report that came out this week um, and a doctor in Kaohsiung Dr. Chen is saying older women should exercise regularly with mild resistance training to maintain muscle strength. Doctors said that women's bones begin to rapidly weaken following menopause, and one in three older women experience a bone fracture. But nearly 40% of women over 60 do not exercise regularly, and many say that exercise is futile. And there's no cure for osteoporosis, which is not true. So actually, exercise can help build the bones um, and bone density in older women. And, oh gosh, this is sad. He said a person's bone quality peaks in their 20s and gradually weakens after age 30. Ooh. That's pretty pretty early, right? And during advanced age, if the bone erosion becomes too severe, osteoporosis will occur, which is when bone density lessens and the bones become weak and brittle. So, and as estrogen levels in women fall following menopause, bone erosion hastens. So it's especially important for women who have gone through menopause. And some people with osteoporosis become noticeably shorter or develop a hunchback, but most people show no obvious symptoms until they break a bone. I guess that's a good reminder for all of us who are getting older. Everybody's getting older, right? So. right? That's a very important message for me because I don't do any exercise. Oh, so Paula, you can do some, right. you know, even like walking or do you like to do anything? Yeah, walking, fine. Yeah. Yeah, something that has um, some resistance, like walking is one, it, it has a resistance against your, your bones, right? Because you're, you're hitting the pavement. So what else would be good? Cycling? Cycling, walking, jogging. Right. I guess oh, those are all fine. good. Yeah. Those are all very good exercises. And of course, weight training is good. But, you know, this is really important for, for women, especially. I think men, it starts happening after they're 70. But for women, it starts happening earlier, like late 50s or early 60s. So, and there's people who kind of handle jump rope exercises should do so, he said. And uh, it's important for older people to maintain a healthy diet and regular exercise, and that bone erosion is reduced through resistance exercises. So jump rope is good. Fast walking is very oh, good. fast walking, yeah. Yeah, it's very safe and effective exercise. And people over 60 should consider being checked for osteoporosis. Calcium supplements are also a good way to slow bone erosion. So those are some very um, good tips for all of us who will need that someday, right? Everyone's going to get to that age. At one point or another. So uh, that's a tip from the doctor in Taiwan. Okay, I'm going to end here with a little story about a Formosan black bear. 
Now this bear was released in the wild on May 16th and its name is Mulas. So, um, and the Taidong Forest District Office said it is adapting to its new surroundings. They have some kind of chip on it so that they can see how it's doing and they have, you know, it's traveling pretty far. It's been going to all kinds of places and it's one years old and a lot of people have been wondering how Mulas is doing and she is active in a habitat that is ideal for the species and rich in food resources. Um, she was found in Haidun Township in July last year and personal cared for the bear for 10 months and they taught it skills that it would need to survive in the wild, such as hunting and cave building. Wow. How do they teach you that? Huh? Mm. <laughs> and then the personnel then transported the cub to an area in the central mountain range on a helicopter. I think I remember seeing that. I think we have a video of that um, on our website. And they released it, and she was fitted with a collar that can transmit GPS data to track its movements. Ah, so it's through a collar, not a chip. The collar is designed to fall off in about a year. Oh, so we won't know where she is anymore after a while. And she um, sometimes visits the rivers for water, and they have been able to track her about 90% of the time. So... That's pretty good. That's pretty nice. Yeah. It's, not, it's good to know that she's alive and well and, and doing well. That's all we have for you for today on Here in Taiwan. And uh, do stay tuned for Just the Classics, a new music show from Taiwan. For Here in Taiwan, I'm Natalie So. And I'm Paula Chow. Bye. <laughs>
Hello and welcome to Just the Classics. My name is Leslie Liao and I'm your host this week. I know you're used to listening to a lot of very uh, classical songs during this show segment and that's all well and good, but I have something a little different in mind. You see, I was in school in Taiwan between 2003 and 2005 and while here, I really fell in love with the Mando pop scene. That's Mandarin pop for those of you who don't know. Now, as a kid who moved back to, to Taiwan from the United States uh, and I barely spoke the language, music was a very good way for me to connect with a lot of my classmates and it helped me make a lot of friends. In that regard, when I think of the classics, these are the songs that I think of. And I want to share with you a fast of Mandopop that I enjoyed when I was in school here. So for the next 23 minutes, I'm going to share with you one of my favorite artists um, in the Mandopop scene. And um, let's just jump right into it. So without a doubt, my favorite artist uh, back in the day was Jay Chow. Back then, he practically put out new albums every year, and each one, without fail, had at least one song that I would not mind putting on repeat over and over and over and over again until I got absolutely sick of it. Now, if this is your first foray into the music of Jay Chow, then don't worry. I'm going to start right from the beginning. But first, let's start off with one of his very first hits. It's called Xing Qing or Starry Mood. Take a listen. So, 
Now that was just absolutely beautiful in my opinion, and that song was called Starry Mood. The song lyrics describe two people on a date. One person sings about how nice it is to be walking with the other during twilight. The soft melody and the charming tune is a very successful in painting a vivid picture. For me, I feel like I'm on a riverbank. Perhaps there's some tall grass and a sunset and a light breeze flowing through in the wind. Did you feel that? It's alright if you didn't. Music is meant to evoke different feelings from different people. It's just one of the many beautiful things about it. Now that song is probably considered Jay Chow's very first breakout hit. It was part of uh, his first album. It's a self-titled album called Jay. It was released in the year 2000. All the songs featured today are taken from that very first album. Like I said, each and every one of Jay's albums actually contain many songs worth sharing. So expect more episodes featuring him in the future if I ever get the, the opportunity to share with you again. This next song is called Tornado, and in it, Jay likens love to, what else, a tornado. It comes very quickly, it's powerful, and when and if it leaves, well, hopefully the tornadoes you know actually leave. But when love leaves, like a tornado, it leaves a mess behind. And that might sound very sad, but actually the song is quite poignant. And if you don't speak Chinese, I hope you can certainly feel some of the melancholy. And without further ado, here's Tornado.
就像龙卷风，离不开暴风圈，来不及逃。我不能再想，我不能再想，我不，我不，我不能。爱情走得太快，就像龙卷风，不能承受，我已无处可躲。我不要再想，我不要再想，我不，我不，我不要再想。Now I hope you enjoyed that song.、Uh, that piano arrangement has gone on to be rather iconic now in Taiwan. You know the one I'm talking about—the one that goes da na 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 na. I mean, a lot of people actually—I mean, I at least get chills anytime I hear、uh, that melody come on. And even today, "Tornado" is a must-play at karaoke bars and lounges in Taiwan. Lots of people love to sing that song because you know it's not only—it doesn't only just sound great, but it's got a very poignant message.、Uh, the most important thing about Jay's first album is that he arranged and produces、uh, produced all the songs himself. Actually, he arranges and produces a lot of his own music, and that's one of the most impressive things about Jay. He's got. Um, the talent to really back up his popularity, and I honestly think that he has plenty of talent.、Um, I know he plays a myriad of instruments, and、um, 
his fame is very, very well deserved. Most uh, the, of the lyrics of his song were written by industry heavyweights like Vivian Xu, who is also um, a prominent singer. But this mar- also marked the first time Jay worked with T- Vincent Fang, uh, whose name is Fang Wen-san, a person who would go on to be a very important figure in Jay's career. Fang went on to write many lyrics for Jay. Some people argue that Jay wouldn't even be as popular as he is today if it weren't for Vincent Fang. It is true, Fang is very good at writing lyrics. He's even written lyrics in classical Chinese, which is a very difficult thing to do. I myself have huge problems understanding and comprehending classical Chinese. To write a song, to write lyrics to a song is is mind-bogglingly difficult to me. Unfortunately, Jay doesn't experiment with many traditional instruments in this album just yet, but trust me, it becomes a regular part of his repertoire later on. Now, this next song is one of my favorites. It's called Counterclockwise Clock. Take a listen. It's got, to me, it's got this kind of psychedelic uh, tune, and you could really actually, you know, feel the flow of time or listen to the flow of time when it goes off. It, I know I must sound crazy right now, but just take a listen to the song, and you'll know what I mean.
That certainly is one of the most amazing things about Jay. He can give you a concept, and when you hear about it, it's just like, how? What is this song about? But when you hear what he actually puts together, it's almost as if it's a music form of the title of the song. So I definitely heard, you know, felt clocks and the flow of time in the piece we just heard, which is a counterclockwise clock. Now, if you didn't catch it, that song was singing about a breakup. Jay says he wishes he can turn back time to rectify some of the mistakes he's made, and that's something that certain res- certainly resonates with me. Uh, some of you might be detecting a pattern here. Jay does sing a lot about heartbreak. Uh, now, some people might call that sappy, but I'd argue that he does it so well that people shouldn't complain, and it's you know it's a genre he excels at. Now, I'm going to leave you with one last song here before we go. And I know it's this is a very short time. I really hope I got the opportunity to share with you more of his music. But one of the well-known facts about Jay is that he really likes basketball. Actually, a lot of people in Taiwan do, but that's nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, lots of people like basketball. One of the terms for playing basketball in Taiwan is donyo, which means to bullfight. And it doesn't exactly mean like play basketball in the original sense with different teams, but it also means to, you know, play someone one-on-one because it feels like you're a matador when you're out there playing basketball. So that's one of the things you can learn. That's a free Chinese lesson. Take that. Uh, I don't know if Paul has taught you that, but I certainly teach you donyo. That means to either bullfight or play some basketball. Now, as you'll find out, Jay is very good at singing about a number of subject matters. He loves to incorporate his hobbies into his songs. The, the dude likes to do magic tricks, and he likes to, you know, drive cars. And we'll explore that later on. But for now, enjoy, and I really hope you uh, you enjoyed this first look at Jay Chow. There's still so much more to go through. He's got so many songs, but unfortunately, we are out of time. And I'm going to leave you with this one last song. It's not about sap, and, um, you know, it's not about lovey-dovey stuff. It's actually about playing basketball, and it's um, it's very interesting how he could just turn almost anything into music, and that's really his allure.
挑一下，随便啊。有什么不妥？有话就直说，别太洒脱，不说就算多。到底缺什么？痛不痛？难求，有种不要喝，四面都有。有什么不妥？有话就直说。Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kilohertz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia, from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 9405 kilohertz. And in Southeast Asia, from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kilohertz. We'd love to hear from you. 
Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also, visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.